I've decided to become a minimalist. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. I am so glad that you are here, that you have given me these precious moments of your life. I do not take you for granted. And I want to invite you, especially if you are dealing with overwhelm, and as we enter the holiday season, a lot of people are overwhelmed. I want to give you a free guide, 10 quick ways to conquer overwhelm. You can pick that up free at overwhelmsucks.com. You heard that right, overwhelmsucks.com. It's my gift to you, 10 quick ways to conquer overwhelm. So a little brief history of how I became a minimalist. I was rereading James Clear's best-selling book, Atomic Habits, a book I believe everyone should read or listen to multiple times. This is a book that I will either read or listen to once a year because I need to be reminded of these very powerful habit-building strategies and hacks. That book, something he said in that book, led me to finding a book on minimalism completely by chance. And I found a book on Audible called Goodbye Things, A New Japanese Minimalism. It's by Fumio Sasaki. I hope I said his name right. I don't speak Japanese or even pretend to. But the book is called Goodbye Things, The New Japanese Minimalism. And as I began listening to that book, I really became more and more excited about becoming a minimalist. Now, before I go any further, let me give you my definition of what minimal, minimizing is. Now, this is certainly not Fumio's definition or Marie Kondo's definition. This is Mark Struchowski's definition of minimizing. It's to only have what you need and nothing more. Now, we've all seen those shows. If not, you've heard of these shows or heard of these people who are hoarders. They keep everything. Now, you may not be a hoarder, but I got a couple questions I want you to think about. I want you, as you're listening to my words today, I want you to think about these questions. Number one, how many things do you own that you have never used? And I mean never used. Maybe you bought some kind of souvenir on a trip or some kind of piece of furniture, whatever it is, you've never used it. Okay, these are just questions I want you to think about. Next question How many things are you holding on to that you were given as gifts? Ooh, you purchased on a trip, like a souvenir, was handed down to you from a loved one or a friend that has passed away. Oh my goodness, but you never use them. Or look at them. Now, I'm going to go into this a little bit more in just a minute because we all have those things a coffee mug that my great 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 grandmother brought over from the old country and she used, but that's not your great 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 grandmother. It's a coffee mug. So just don't get angry with me. I just want you to think about what I'm asking you. Next question How much space are these things taking up where you live? Whether it's a house, an apartment, hotel, Airbnb, wherever you live, how much room are these things taking up? 
How long have they been in a drawer or closet without your eyes gazing on them? So many years ago, when my daughters were young, my daughters are 30 and 25 now, but when they were much younger, we took them to Gettysburg in Pennsylvania, and we bought this book. It's about 70 pages thick of all glossy pages of pictures of the battlefield, and it's been sitting in a drawer in my bedroom since our trip. I kid you not. In 2010, my wife and I, I won a trip to go to Normandy, France, and we bought a glossy souvenir booklet that was about the Normandy invasion. Again, that's sitting with the Gettysburg book in my drawer in my bedroom. Never looked at it again. Do you have any of these things? You say, but I bought it in Normandy or I bought it in Gettysburg. It wasn't printed there. Dun, 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 dun. Think about that. Okay. (laughs) How many clothes do you have and how many clothes do you need? Now, I am going through my closet right now, and I'm going to tell you about it in just a few minutes. I'm making some very drastic decisions which kind of led me to those questions I just asked you. So I've decided to become a minimalist. To put you in context, I am a 57-year-old entrepreneur. It's just me and my wife and our 50-pound pupper named Gracie at the house. Now, I've been married to Michelle, my wife, for nearly 20 years. March of next year will be 20 years. I personally think The house is too big for us. When we had the girls, that was different. But that is the subject for another podcast episode because my wife and I are nowhere even close to the conversation of downsizing. But we do have too many things. Now, my wife is not completely saying I don't want to talk about minimalizing, but she's not going to be as hardcore as I am. Now, I've only been minimizing for less than a week, but here are some of the things I've done. I've gone through about 60% of my books. Now, the ones I know I will read again, I'm keeping. Like I said, The Atomic Habits from James Clear is definitely one of those books. Everything else is going to be donated first to my wife, and I'll tell you why in just a minute, and seeing if she wants to read these books. If she says no, they're going to go to our local library. Because local libraries, they depend on donations, and they really want books. These are really good books, by the way. These are not like no-name books. These are really important books. Now, we had two large bookshelves that were, it was in our dining room. It's technically called our dining room, but we never had a dining room table in there. I used it as a library only because we had two bookshelves that were very dusty. We never touched the books. And what I did is I took the two shelves. There were five shelves each. I put one in my home office and one in my wife's home office. And I put all the books I'm going to keep on my shelf. And I told my wife what I'm going to do is when the shelf is full, I can't buy another book until I get rid of one of the books. I'm not going to buy another bookshelf because I'm not going to go through these books all again. Matter of fact, I whittled my books down a lot. I'm going through them again and going to ask that question. Will I ever read this book again? It's going to be hard parting with some of these books, but there's no, I already have the knowledge. And if I'm not going to read it again, why am I holding on to it? Now, the one exception is my Bibles. I have multiple versions of Bibles. I'm not going to get rid of those, but everything else, I have to be able to read it again. 
So this is something I'm going to continually go through my bookshelves and say, all right, I moved this book once and I asked myself if I'm ever going to read this again. And I said, yes. And I said, yes. Okay. It's still sitting there. I haven't read it, pull it out and donate it. So I'm going to be really hardcore on myself. Okay. Now our dining room air quotes here, dining room, which I doubled as a library. And our living room is like one giant room. Okay. It's just, it's two distinct room, but there's no walls separating it. And the first thing we did is we took everything off the walls that we don't need. We had this big American flag in our living room that was so dusty. And she goes, yeah, that needs to go. So we took that off. And the only thing we have in our living room now, we have a TV stand. We have our TV. We have our Apple TV. We have our TiVo. We have a home theater system, which is the sound bar and the woofer and, of course, the cables. And then we have a couch and a, and a um, recliner. And that's it. Nothing else. I moved, removed everything else. And now, even though we didn't move the walls from the living room and the dining room slash living library, it looks like a much bigger space because there's not so much crap in there. Oh, we have a couple small tables that have a lamp on it. And there's a small table over into the garage door where we keep our keys. But other than that, nothing else is there. And even my wife says, wow, it feels so much open because we don't have all this clutter. Now, it's only been a week, so this is definitely a work in progress. So every day of the past week, I've been going through my clothes, as my wife is as well. And it's really good now because every Thanksgiving time, our church, Second Baptist Church of Houston, they have this thing, this program called Angels of Light, and we bus in unfortunate people from around the community because they won't have a Christmas. There's no Christmas tree. There's no Santa Claus. There's none of that stuff. And we give them a meal. We give them a Bible. We give them a present. And we give them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is the highlight of their year because they don't have anything else. And so we donate all our lightly used clothing, not like worn out stuff. Worn out clothes goes out in the garage for rags. And so it's a really good time to go through our clothes. But when I'm asking myself is will I ever wear this again? If the answer is no, it goes to donation or as I set out in my garage as a rag. Now I have clothes that I have not worn in years because my mother who passed away in June of 2022 of Alzheimer's, she gave it to me as a gift. I'm like, okay, my mom didn't make the shirt. <laughs> she just bought the shirt at a store and sent it to me. And so these shirts that I'm never going to wear again are going either to Angels of Light or they're going in the garage for a rag. Now, when my daughters were younger, I used to buy all their shirts. Remember this? You buy the school shirts, the choir shirts, the whatever club shirts. I've not worn those shirts in 15 years. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a page out of Fumio's book, Goodbye Things, and I'm going to take a picture of all the things I'm getting rid of that I may think I miss. Because I'm not going to wear the shirts again. Why am I going to keep them in, the, in a closet or in a drawer? It makes no sense. And he says he has taken thousands of pictures of things he gave away, and he's never looked at the pictures again. So think about that. Now, something that is really going to sound, it may sound strange to you, is I'm an Apple fanboy, and I have saved every iPhone box, every box for MacBooks, 
AirPods, Apple TVs. It's ridiculous. It takes up a, a fairly sizable part of my closet. And here's the thing. I don't even own 80% of these products that I have the boxes for. Is that not crazy? I, I, I don't know. I, I open the boxes and I take such good loving care for them. But all I need to do is save the two MacBook boxes we have, the two iPhone boxes we have, maybe the Air, AirPods, maybe the HomePod and the Apple TV. But everything else can go. It's going to break my heart to throw these in the, in the recycle bin. But I'm never going to use these. I don't even have the product that goes in these boxes. I mean, they're pretty boxes. Apple does a really good job, and I will recycle them. But it's crazy. And then there are my daughter's schoolwork. I've got a big box of their schoolwork. I've never looked at it since the day they showed it to me, like 20 years ago. Why am I holding on to these things? It doesn't mean anything to anyone else. And so what I'm going to do is the, the really nicer pictures, the cute pictures I'm going to take pictures of. But why do I have their math homework? Why do I have their spelling tests? I mean, I don't understand why I kept all this stuff. So I'm really going to go through this stuff. And it's going to be a process, but I, I told my wife what I'm going to do. Is this going to be something I do every day? 30 minutes a day, I'm going to go through something, clothes, books, something every day. And I'm planning on doing this for the rest of my life. So when I get to a point where I'm really minimalist, I'm still going to spend time every day and going, okay, is there anything here I don't use? Is there anything here that's a waste of space? And make a decision what I'm going to do with it. Because we collect too much crap. I collected too much crap. And if you're like me, there's three places this stuff goes that you don't ever want to see again. Or maybe not want, but you don't see again. Your closet. We all have that one closet. Maybe it's in your bedroom. Maybe it's in the hallway. Maybe it's in the guest bedroom or whatever that you put stuff that goes, eh, I got a closet to go through that as well. It's in the other spare bedroom. Or you put it in a drawer someplace or you put it in the attic. And you're probably nodding your head and go, yeah, that's me. So here's my question for you. Are you a minimalist or, or are you thinking about becoming one? Maybe based on this episode of the podcast, I want to know. So would you please go to mrproductivity.com, which is full disclosure is a redirect to markstruchowski.com. You're welcome. I just want to tell you that. So if you go to mrproductivity.com and all of a sudden the URL says markstruchowski.com, you don't go what? It's the same website. Click on the contact tab and send me a message. I would like to know because I'm fascinated when people send me messages and go, oh my gosh, you talked about thus and such on your podcast and I've been meaning to do it for a long time and the result of the podcast, I am going to do that. So there's something about more than just listening to the show, but about going the next step and reaching out to me and sharing with me if you're a minimalist or you're thinking about becoming one. Finally, if you know someone who maybe needs a little nudge to get rid of some of their stuff in their house, why don't you share this episode? Every podcast player allows you to do that, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Overcast or Pandora, iHeartRadio, whatever. You can share this episode. So if there's someone or someones 
that you know that needs to hear this, but you don't want to bring the topic up because you are afraid of offending them, then just share this episode. Say, hey, I heard this episode. This guy talked about decluttering or minimizing. You know, why don't you? I think it's a great episode. And hopefully they won't go, what are you trying to say? <laughs> and the links to those epi- those two links, Atomic Habits and to Goodbye Things, will be in the podcast episode as well. So you can click those and go get the books for you. Fantastic. Now, the Goodbye Things is written by a Japanese guy, but don't worry, it's translated in English. Thank goodness, because I would have no idea what they're talking about. So thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Strzeski Podcast. I really appreciate you. I don't just say that because it's in my show notes. Actually, it's not in my show notes. I'm saying it from the heart. I know you could do a multiple things, a multiplicity of things, a plethora of things, but you gave me your time for listening to this episode and I'm most grateful. We'll see you again real soon.